Hey, welcome to the Cold Springs Church Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I am sitting with Sam Ferran and Teresa McLeese for just another story. This this comes out of uh, our Easter weekend, and there was just something that happened. I'll let them tell the story of, of what happened at our sunrise service and our Easter weekend. And But before we do that, Sam, can you just tell us what you do here at the church? And yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that? That's a very good question, Ben. So... Um, I have various things that I do here. Um, The main thing is communication. So I do a lot of things where I am posting on social media and communicating via email, uh, videography and editing. And then I also sit in the front office so I get to welcome people, pick up the phone occasionally and um, other various and sundry things as they happen. Other duties as Other, assigned. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yes, I have a list of those. Yeah. <laughs> and Teresa, what about you? What do you do at the church for people listening? Well, like Sam alluded to, we wear many hats here when you work at Cold Springs Church. Um, the main thing that I do is I support Pastor David with his daily activities, keeping him riled in or um, shepherd his schedule in to be on task and I also am part of the life group team so if you're in a life group we help support you with that and I take care of some of the finances nice cold springs would not be the same without you too they do so much yeah of course uh so going back to to the story for the easter weekend sam could you just tell us about what that was and what happened and could you share that with us? Yes. So it was um, Easter sunrise service. So it was bright and early Sunday Mm -hmm. morning and um, everyone who was coming had arrived and we were sitting outside on the back patio and I I saw where Teresa was sitting at the back. So I went and I joined her and there was one seat left to my side and Nick's giving the sermon, uh, which was really good by the way, And then suddenly there was this huge rustling noise from the bushes. And I looked at Teresa and Teresa looked at me and we're like, what is that? Is it a deer? Is it, what is it? And then suddenly this young man emerges from the bushes. Um, I hate to sound like I was making a judgment call, but that is what I did. I looked at him and it it was pretty evident that he was a homeless young man Um, and he had this like amazing strawberry blonde curly hair and a beard in his 20s and he literally just staggered out of the bushes and my immediate immediate response um, I'm not proud of but this is what it was was oh my goodness what is he gonna do is he gonna create a scene what's gonna happen and there was some fear involved. We didn't know who he was, if he had, you know, a weapon on him. It, it yeah. was all unknown. So um, he, he made eye contact with me and I prayed really quick. And then he saw the seat that was empty beside me and he came and asked if he could sit there. And I said, of course. And I had my phone there, so I moved it and he sat down. And I can feel this tension within me of, okay, you need to be a Christian, you need to be kind and loving and da-da-da, but I'm a little bit scared, who is this man? And suddenly God just gave me this overwhelming sense of peace, Mm. and he took away that initial fear and apprehension, 
And as I looked at this young man's face, and I, I hesitate to share this because it sounds like one of those corny Christianese things, but I'm going to share it because this is what happened. I literally saw Jesus when I looked at him. Mm. And what that did for my heart was it shifted it because I, that verse about when God tells us, what you do for the least of these, you do for me. And that came to mind, and I'm like, great, I can love him. That's what I'm doing. Mm. And so I smiled at him. We made eye contact several times during the service. I gave him my communion cup, mm. and Teresa shared hers uh, with me. And then um, at the end of the service, I kind of reached over to him, and I put my hand on his shoulder, and I, I introduced myself, and I asked him what his name was. And he said, my name is Ray. And then he started to tell me that um, he'd woken up and he was really scared. And then he heard us up here on the patio and decided to come up. And so I said, hey, I'm, I'm really glad that you did. It's great to have you. Um, are you hungry? Do you want a cup of coffee and a cinnamon roll? Yeah. <laughs> Deep spiritual stuff, you For know. Sure, yes. <laughs> so um, he said, yeah, that would, that would be really nice. And then before I knew it, he enveloped me in this enormous hug. And it wasn't a quick, you know, how you doing kind of hug. It was seconds long, mm -hmm. which, you know, feels like minutes sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, I did, and my arms were caught, so I couldn't hug him back. So I just let myself be hugged, and I could sense some of the guys, like David Samargo and David Cook and Monty were there. I could sense them being fully aware that I was being bear-hugged by this complete stranger, and I knew they had my back, and I wasn't scared at all. And then he released me from the hug, and um, I said, do you want me to bring you the coffee and the cinnamon roll, or are you comfortable coming over? And he was comfortable coming over, so he did. And I was able to introduce him to David Samargo. Um, and then there's more to that bit of the story, but I think it'd be neat to hear what Teresa's mm. impression was watching this whole thing go down. Yeah, yes. Sure. Yes. So, again, it was uh, sunrise services, and a lot of preparation goes into Easter, naturally, for a church. So we had all been working really hard, um, we were groggy from being up early that morning. And so, so yes, we were sitting there. I was completely wrapped up in Nick's message, which was great. And um, so when you're in a zone and all of a sudden there's something unexpected that happens, you are thrown off and you're, you're wondering, did the coffee not kick in? What, what's happening here? But yes, there was rustling in the bushes and a Sam... And God knows there's no coincidence that there was a seat. All, you know, mm. the rows were pretty full at that point, except for that one seat right next to the opening of the bushes that, you know, this gentleman came out of. And um, so I had a more comical thought process <laughs> <laughs> because if you can imagine, you hear the, the bushes rustling and you slowly see this emergence of this wavy hair parted in the middle, you know, with like golden highlights. <laughs> I thought, it's Jesus. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> Your response was way better How than mine. Is that? <laughs> but of course, that was my my morning foggy brain. But um, so he so and funny. and I thought, okay, this young man just came out of the bushes, and then he sat down. And it's one of those events that happens so quickly, but then at, at the time, it's surreal. Like, is this really happening? Mm. 
And again, you know, are we prepared for the unexpected is what what kept coming through my mind of, hmm, what do you do next? Um, and, and I've known you for a long time, but it never ceases to surprise me how your empathy is what shines through in these occasions. And I love you for that because it's not my reflex, but it's your reflex. And I know you diminish it, but you shouldn't because how quickly it all happened. He sat down. Sam's hand immediately reached for his arm. That's mm. what I saw from my vantage view. And for a minute, I thought, does she know him? <laughs> like, it just did not well, seem like, like a like stranger what you just said moment. God knew that there'd be an open seat and it was by Sam, right? Yes, That's right. Because if it had been me, I would not have reached out to touch him. Yeah. And so she reached out and she just gave him a squeeze and she just leaned in and whispered something and I had no idea what was happening, but I had no fear mm. at this point. And um, I had overcome my initial thought of it being Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what Nick said for the next, you know, five, 10 minutes. So I have to um, ask him about that. But, um, but yes, yeah, she continued being inviting. Um, he was calm, so there was no worry in my mind. But like she said, she handed him um, her communion cup. And so when communion came up shortly thereafter, um, I got my little wafer and I held it up to Sam and she snapped <laughs> off. Of it. So we were able to like break, like literally broke bread together. Mm. Um, she didn't say her juice with me though. <laughs> no, I did. Drew the line there. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. But I figured that was a bit much to like take a swig and yeah. pass it over. That's at the pub. No. <laughs> um, so, um, so yes, it was um, again that we were prepared for the unexpected the way God wired us shown through because Sam is just that you know um, just that empathetic giver and peacemaker and she wanted to keep the peace and in my mind as the helper I was thinking how can I help you like what do you need <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but we came at it from a different point of view and our community was very attuned to the disruptance that wasn't a disruption. Um, and we handled it really well, I think. And the story unfolded without a conclusion. You know, we don't know where this young man is, but I think he felt the love that morning very clearly. Yeah, I mean, that's such a beautiful story. And I think a lot of the times in ministry, well, and thank you for sharing it too. I just, it's such a, yeah, it's a great, I didn't even notice, like, and I was out there, and I didn't notice someone come out of the bushes, but I was, like, sitting in the back near where you guys were, but I don't know, but, like, those stories like that, it's, sometimes you don't know how they're going to end, mm -hmm. but the beautiful thing to me is that you're just, you're a part of it, and I think God uses us to plant seeds in people's lives that are, that are hurting, and I think it's just great that he came to a church, Cold Springs, that accepts people and loves people where they're at and is kind to people. And so even though we don't necessarily know what happened, maybe we will, hopefully. That'd be awesome mm -hmm. if we knew what happened with the story. But it's just trusting God and doing what we could to be Jesus to that person. 
So I think that's really awesome that you guys were a part of that and did that. So thank you. Sure. And one last thought is I also had um, the glaring difference between for Easter, a lot of us invite our family, you know, it's an opportunity to attend. And I had invited my 91-year-old friend to come to Cold Springs for many years, and she showed up to sunrise service. And so that was like an intentional invitation that someone accepted. Now this young man, no one invited him, God invited him, however we want to look at it. But he showed up as well, and he was treated the exact same way as revered guest and so I just love that we are open to that just like right there on the spot for sure that's awesome well thank you so much for for sharing that and I'd love to close our time with a prayer sounds great God thank you so much once again uh, just for for Sam and Teresa sharing that story and I do I just pray for this this man who came to our Easter sunrise service Lord that he would just Uh, just sense your presence uh, right now and God that he would know that you love him and you are for him and that he is a he's a child of God and so we just we trust you and we honor you and we praise you and we thank you it's in your name we pray